You are listening to the podcast of International Media Network TV Bricks. Mzuvu Kili Mikituka, Ambassador Extraordinary and Plenipotentiary of the Republic of South Africa to the Russian Federation and to Belarus. Born on the 28th of January 1952 in the Eastern Cape Province, South Africa. In 1994, graduated from Modern Media, University of Westminster, London. Also got a diploma in Strategic Studies at Stellenbosch University, Western Cape. Previously held a position of General Director of the Department of the Interior in the Government of South Africa. Also served as Independent Director for Rural Development. Speaks Corsa, English, Afrikaans. The author of 10 published books. Your Excellency, Mr. Makituka. Thank you so much for this interview and thank you so much for having you here. It's, it's my pleasure, Svetlana, to be at the studios of uh, BRICS TV International Media. So the last time we've met, it's been two years ago, and lots of things have happened. Well, first and foremost, on the 1st of January 2023, the BRICS chairmanship passed to the Republic of South Africa from China. What obligations does this impose on your country and what meetings and events have been planned already? As you correctly put it, uh, as from the 1st of January 2023, uh, we took over as the chair of BRICS for the coming year. And as you would recall, we took over from the People's Republic of China. To us, it was quite a great honor to be given that opportunity. Our areas of interest are going to be basically, they are going to reflect South Africa's national interest as well as the needs and aspirations of Africa and the global South. And of course, looking at the interest and aspirations of the other BRICS members, because being the chair, we have to coordinate all these activities. We aim to consolidate and to move forward with some of the programs that were started by China. For example, one of the key programs for South Africa as the chair would be to look at uh, the expansion of BRICS. You would recall that uh, it was last year that uh, a number of countries showed interest in joining BRICS. And unfortunately, uh, as would have expected, of course, China couldn't complete that, uh, that mandate. And we are also cognizant of the fact that as South Africa, we will not be in a position to complete that program in one year. So all chances are that the ultimate expansion of BRICS will have to fall to Russia because next year the Russian Federa Fed Federation would take over the chair of, of, of BRICS. So I think it is important for me to stress that there are a number of meetings that have already taken place. Uh, from the 1st of February this year, the BRICS Shepherds met 
in the from the first to the second of February in the province that is the region of the Limpopo province. That is the province that is on the northern borders of uh, South Africa, borders with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Zimbabwe and uh, Mozambique. So they met there. And uh, the theme of uh, our chairship of BRICS would be BRICS and Africa. A partnership of mutually accelerated growth, sustainable development, and inclusive multilateralism. That is the theme. Our chairship is going to have a very strong element of bringing in other regions, Africa, as for one, because we believe as South Africa that uh, we cannot grow and we cannot develop in isolation from other African countries. So we've got that collective responsibility. And to us, BRICS therefore become a platform where we can mobilize on behalf not only of South Africa, but of the rest of Africa. Hence, the mutually accelerated growth and sustainable development. That was the first meeting, and it is also important for us to, in, for me to indicate, uh, Svetlana, that uh, there is going to be a follow-up meeting of uh, the BRICS ministers that is going to be held from the 29th of May to the 1st of June, and this meeting is going to be held in Cape Town. That will, that will be now the ministers of BRICS. Because remember, the process is the shepherds discuss the issues, the concepts, and what have you, and then the shepherds then report to the ministers and the ministers take these matters to, start to, to, to summit now where the five presidents then take the final decisions. So therefore that is why the meeting of uh, May 29th and 1st of June. The other important aspect, South Africa is preparing for a meeting of BRICS women ministers. Again, within growth and development, we believe as South Africa, you cannot grow, you cannot develop if you leave behind the role of women. Right across the spectrum, be it business, the equity is an important thing for us. That is why the BRICS ministers, that is women now, and I think there would be no men there, it would just be. And then they would look now at the critical issues that affects women. So those are the events that are in the program that have already started since the 1st of January when we took over the chairship of BRICS. BRICS had to expand, and in the meeting of the Shepherds, 
everybody agreed on that, that indeed BRICS had to expand. We could not, we cannot, and we should not agree that BRICS should remain only of these five members. For example, there is a disparity presently in that there are other regions of the world that are not represented in BRICS. South Africa is there as an African country. Brazil is there as the South, uh, South uh, uh, country. Russia is there as a European. China is there and India, you see. But uh, the Middle East is not represented. Oh, okay, whom do you consider to take part in BRICS next? Well, there are already countries that have applied. Saudi Arabia, Algeria, Egypt, mm -hmm. Bahrain, they have already applied. And there are others who have indicated their wish to be members of BRICS. But the, your Egypt, your Algeria, your Bahrain, your Saudi Arabia, they have already applied. Now I believe then that those countries that have already applied, they will get the first preference. Now, and uh, whether South Africa in the one year of its chairship will even be in a position to process those six countries, I don't know. Because remember, one of the key issues, uh, BRICS does not have a model, a criteria for accepting new members, right? So it becomes important, therefore, now, because BRICS has evolved over time. There are BRICS projects that have already been set up. There is the BRICS Development Bank. There are all these activities. So any new country that comes to BRICS, at least there are projects that have already, and how that country will fit into those projects become very important. Hence. In the meeting of the Shepherds, one of the things that they were discussing and they are continue to discuss is the criteria. What, what criteria should be there? Should be there. You know? And it's understandable that it's going to be for the first time. Really? No, no, no. There was no criteria. There was no criteria. The last. Uh, a uh, member of BRICS who joined in 2010 was South Africa. South Africa was invited and South Africa accepted what criteria it was to that South Africa should be there. We can only speculate. Uh, can I ask, why did you accept this invitation? We would have been very stupid and naive if we didn't. Who wouldn't want to be in a body that uh, can offer an alternative to global issues. It is BRICS. The world, the global, be it in politics, be it in, in the economy, we need alternatives. BRICS offer that alternative. Represented by countries like China, who is an emerging economy, who can easily be the leader in the economic field globally in the next coming few years. You look at India, 
India is accelerating in its development. So to us, it was important for us to be amongst those group of nations that would offer an alternative. And because also our role in the, in, in, in the African continent, we are the biggest diversified economy in the African continent, the most diverse economy in the, in the, in the African continent. If you look at the, the natural resources that South Africa has, it's gold, it's platinum, it's uranium, there is everything. The financial institutions, South Africa has one of the strongest financial institutions in the world now, not only in Africa. So therefore, you needed, we needed to be there also so that we can represent the needs and the aspirations of our co own continent, the needs and aspirations of the global south. South Africa has always been a player in the non-aligned movement. South Africa has always been an, uh, a key player in the South-South relations. So to us, it was natural that we should be part of that. As I said, we would have been stupid if we would not have. And I'm sure we would have regretted by now. What are the goals of the upcoming summit? What are the main issues on the agenda? There are about one, two, three, four, five key priorities. Number one is to develop a partnership towards an equitable, just energy transition. Energy in terms of uh, South Africa's priorities is key. Because number one, South Africa has got serious energy security problems now now it's an open secret and uh, this just energy transition what it entails is that south africa has to have a mixed energy solution moving forward which will be strongly strongly anchored around clean energy mm -hmm. renewables mm -hmm. Renewables are quite key because remember, we have committed ourselves to the, reduc the, the reduction of fossil fuels because of environmental issues. We have committed ourselves to that. Before the energy crisis, South Africa generated almost 100% of its electricity needs. Why? Because we are endowed with coal, for example. South Africa is one of the countries that have got the biggest coal deposits. Presently, it's estimated that the coal deposits that we have can still last us for the coming hundred years. Mm. But South Africa years back took a deliberate decision because of the problems of coal for environment, we stopped building more coal power stations. So this just energy transition therefore entails 
South Africa moving into clean energy. That is the priority number one. The second key priority it's transforming education and skills development for the future because you cannot have you cannot have and you will not have a developed and a sustainable economy if you don't have the skills mm -hmm. if you don't have the necessary education that you need for those schools but also the African Development Plan, that is the Agenda 2063, demands that Africa invest in skills, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, so that the people of Africa can drive the continent's development. As I was saying, the skills development is part of Africa's developmental roadmap. That's the second one. Now, the third priority is what is called the African Continental Free Trade Agreement, mm -hmm. AFTA. Now, AFTA is an interesting concept because it looks at intra-African trade. Hitherto, Trade amongst African countries has been very, very low. Mm. Africa traded more with the outside world than with itself. Mm -hmm. So we have created an African free, an African continental free trade zone. Mm -hmm. One of the things that it puts in place is intra-African trade must be prioritized. Mm -hmm. South Africa should be in a position to trade in its gold or its platinum with Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Nigeria should be in a position to trade with any other country. That is why, for example, Smyatlana, you might not know that uh, the oil, for example, there are two major oil producing countries that supplies oil to South Africa. One is Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. the biggest. Number two, it's Nigeria. Mm -hmm. That is important, that uh, intra-trade relationship. And uh, one would expect that in the coming few years, we are going to see more of the African oil producing countries trading oil within the African continent. That is what AFTA is. Uh, out of the 52 African countries already close to about 49 I think have already ratified AFTA. Mm -hmm. so, so for us it's a major, major uh, 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 game changer for the development of the continent. The, so those opportunities need to be unlocked. That is why when we talk to Russian business people for investment in, uh, in, in, in Africa, for investment in South Africa, we talk about, about AFTA. We also want to strengthen post-pandemic socioeconomic recovery and the ultimate 
attainment of South Africa's own development plans. The pandemic, that is COVID, has devastated the world economically. There is no doubt about it. It's going to be the first BRIC summit that would be personal mm -hmm. because we couldn't since, what, 2018? We couldn't because of COVID. Travel was almost disrupted because of COVID. It was not easy to move from one country to another. It was a nightmare. But at least now, we see a change in the pattern. Now, that's why we talk of the post-COVID the post agenda for the development of, of South Africa. The last one is the strengthening of multilateralism. As you know, Smyadlana, and we have talked about this, South Africa has always been strong on the need for, for the reform of multilateral institutions, starting with the United Nations and all its organs. South Africa has always been opposed, and it is still opposed even today, on the composition of the Security Council. We've been calling for the reform of the Security Council. Mm -hmm. We don't like the veto power mm -hmm. because the veto power to assign powers to only five countries in the world to decide mm -hmm. on the future of I don't know how many countries the world has, it's unfair. That's number one. But also number two, the representation at the Security Council is skewed. There's not a single permanent member from South America. There's not a single permanent member from the Middle East. There is not a single permanent member from Africa. And uh, is that just? No, it's not. It's not. Hence, we are calling for the reform of the uh, of the. Uh, Hence, we are talking of strengthening multilateralism and the role of the UN is central because presently, we strongly believe in South Africa, presently, the only institution that can mediate over global problems, it's the United Nations. What's the position of the BRICS on the world stage now? As President Ramaphosa has said, and a number of other BRICS leaders. BRICS has got a major, major, major role to play. There is no doubt about it. And uh, look at it this way. Why does everybody want to join BRICS? That's an interesting question. <laughs> what for? Why? It is because BRICS presently, it's amongst those, uh, that block of nations that can offer an alternative. I, I believe it is one of those biggest. BRICS constitute within its block two of the 
countries that have got a potential actually one of them is already there to be a world leader economically for example mm -hmm. talking about china here earlier on i said if you look at the development the accelerated development of india india is quite uh, uh, impressive remember india now is the sixth largest economy in the world it has overtaken well the united kingdom mm -hmm. number six used to be the united kingdom india has overtaken uh, other people say said that uh, economically china de facto is number one but of course the chinese are not interested in that definition that they are number one or number two or what but when you look at the growth of China and the strength of China, China is a, is a force to be reckoned with. Now, who does not want to be part of that group, those group? I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia has applied to be a member of BRICS. Now, let us suppose that Saudi Arabia is accepted into BRICS. Saudi Arabia has got a lot to, uh, to offer. Mm -hmm. Sheer size of the, uh, the economy of Saudi Arabia, oil, oil is still an engine of economic growth. And it is still going to be like that for quite some time. Because in as much as we talk about uh, renewable energy, there are still challenges with the renewable energy. And we are still going to depend quite a lot on fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. There is no doubt about it. And of course, Saudi Arabia in the Middle East, it's one of the giants. The UAE, by the way, is also one of the countries that have applied for membership mm -hmm. of BRICS. So you, you, you're bringing in another force. You're bringing in another force now that can provide an alternative. Because the world needs. Your Excellency, I suppose you have answered to all of my questions that were prepared for you. So thank you so much for having time here, for coming here to our office, I suppose. I, well, I hope you liked it here. So thank you so much once again. Thank you very much, uh, Smirtana. It's my pleasure. And I do also hope that it's not the last time we will continue. Thank you. You are listening to the podcast of International Media Network, TV Bricks.